you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hi, and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, presented as always by McDonald's. Yes, McPick 2. Go get you whatever two items you want on the McPick 2 menu. It will only cost you $2 in Studio 66. It is a banner day because we are joined by the face of the NFL Network. Handsome is all get out. Can I get him? I, I, first question is, can I get you some McDonald's McPick 2 items? Pick whatever you want. I'll have someone run out and, and get it for you. It's Dan Helley, everybody, from Total Access and Beyond. What's the poop, fella? I'm just glad you finally had me on. I mean, it is the end of the season, but it's the playoffs, so I'm assuming this is a slightly more important show than a regular season show. So I'm glad I'm here. I've had you on before. Don't play. Don't play. <laughs> don't start off with jive. A year and a you, half ago. A year and a half ago. Untrue. Well, how, I what do want to do. I've, just, I've been around. I've That's been not. Waiting. Don't play games. Wait to be asked Fancy. out, Mister Fancy. With those, I, 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 you know what? I can't get too cross with you with those uh, beautiful baby <laughs> blues staring back at me. Also, let's say hello to the man seated to my immediate left. It was his birthday earlier this week. He's forty-eight years of age. It's true. Good. <laughs> doesn't doesn't look a day older than forty-four though. Here he is, all the way from London, England. Our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's handsome Hank. Hello and happy birthday, handsome. Thank you, Dave. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Thanks. Yes. Any yeah. any sort of uh, insight into the human condition now that you've made another year? Uh, nothing in particular. No. 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 All right. All right. Let's just get to let's, pro football. I mean, let's get to pro football. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I really have. I'd like to know how old you really are. Re- really and truly, yesterday yes. uh, I was 39 years old. Uh, one more year yeah, until one, the big four zero. One more year until the big four zero, exactly. Well, right. we'll get into a little bit of that and uh, perhaps the uh, the game called life. But as Dan Helley mentions, the postseason obviously is upon us. Championship weekend is nearly here. Coming up here, we're going to talk about who we're loving going into the title games. 
a little game that I don't know if we're going to have time for, so I don't want to promote it. Well, I'm going to mention promote it. Football it. player or not. We'll see if yeah. we have time for it. And then the Red Challenge flag pick segment this week, we're calling it the McDonald's Mick Picks. Ooh. Clever. Actually, I sang that last week when we did it. Is that true? Yeah. Oh. Red so Challenge flag Perhaps Mick inspired picks. it. Um, so, all right, let's get into it here, and then we'll have some time. But I before you know what I'm loving? Let's get to it. Who are you loving going into title game weekend? Before we get to the proper ones, Dan Helley, I have to say sincerely, saved my bum a couple of day, a couple of weeks ago. I'm not going to go into details, but what a sweetheart. There, you over and above, there are not a lot of people in the business that would go out of their way. Anybody would have done. No, no, no. That, I, it, that is well, not Dan true. And, and I'm not going it. into it. It's a people will now be intrigued. What was it? It was. I mean, it was. It was melodrama. It wasn't any actual real life. I don't know. It did seem kind of dramatic. It, it at the was. Time. It was dramatic, especially at the with time, you delivering the news. Exactly. It was Dave ridiculous. doesn't do melodrama. You only do real drama. It was very real in the moment. I. It was, but it was silly uh, in the moment. But yeah. still, Dan Helley uh, saved my bum in uh, in many ways. So I appreciate that. But uh, he is, of course, a uh, a DC pro football fan. Mm-hmm. So perhaps we can dig into that right now. Though, who are you loving, Dan Helley? I am loving. One 32-year-old, not 39-year-old, 32-year-old Larry Fitzgerald. Hmm. Fitz just getting it done. That's a, I, I'm surprised. You know what? I can't believe he's only 32. He's only 32. It doesn't well, seem like, like he's been it around. It seems like he's been around forever. Yeah. 12 right. seasons in the league, right? He goes three straight years without a 1,000-yard season. Everybody's riding off Fitz. He is done. And then what does he do this year? Almost 110 catches. I think he had 109 catches, 1,200 yards, nine touchdowns. And then not only does he have the 75-yard catch and run to set up the game-winning touchdown, he takes in the game-winning touchdown on a run. I love it. I love it. Uh, I love it, How can you not love what Larry Fitzgerald has done? I just love the Cardinals in general, Mm -hmm. from Arians to Fitz to Calais Campbell on the defensive side of the ball, but I'm loving Larry. Boy, oh boy. I mean, that's, I mean, it's almost verbatim what, uh, what we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah, Arians and, uh, and that gang is a super likable bunch. If you're looking for a team to get behind here um, on Sunday, I would say the Cardinals are a great one. No uh, I think, disrespect I think to the both of those. Three. I think both of the NFC teams are pretty easy to, to like compared to the AFC teams. I suppose and, and I, the Panthers th- lost a little of that charm yeah, yeah. after the what happened with the Giants when they Fair paid enough. them a visit with the baseball bats. A lot of America jumped off that, and then and a lot of 12s up in Seattle are writing cross letters about Cam Newton. By the way, how that, that bit of ridiculousness. Yes. That, that continues Let's on. move on from that. Oh, it makes me crazy. Yeah. Handsome, why don't you lay on us who uh, who you're loving? Oh, I'm, I'm kind of loving the – so obviously it's Manning, Brady, 17. We've probably, you know, I must be the millionth person that's mentioned that this week. And, and it's not at the same time because it's really not about Manning versus Brady this time around. And so Broncos fans are getting very upset when they're told that it's really not about Manning versus Brady. What my the stat that I really like that our a crack research team Drew Staten uh, he's not part of it actually anymore so I'll, I'll ignore that but um, Tom Brady has thrown more touchdowns at Mile High this season he played one game there than Peyton has who played in six games there that Tom is Brady's absolutely. thrown three uh, Peyton Manning's thrown just one not more. But- Three times as many. Three times as many. But by the way, why would Broncos <laughs> fans be upset if you said it wasn't about Manning versus Brady? Because if it is about Manning it, versus then, Brady, then they're going to lose. Then they're going to lose. But right? They don't like being told that Peyton isn't as good as Brady. It's it seems right. bizarre to me. But right. I've you know I tweeted this stat out yesterday and got vitriol from Broncos fans who are like, yeah, we know, but that's not going to make any difference on Sunday. Uh, you know, it kind of is. Here's the thing. I love Peyton Manning. Literally, I have a man crush on. Oh I, yeah, I, I you went to Grand. Not only did we go, 
to UT together. We graduated the same year. He graduated. You knew him there? I I knew him a little bit. Really? Yeah, I knew him a little tiny bit. Was not friends with him, but he would hang around in the same circles. So I've always rooted for Peyton Manning. Right. Peyton's the 34th rated quarterback in the NFL. 32 teams, by the way. No team has ever advanced to the Super Bowl with a quarterback who had the same metrics as Peyton Manning. It's never happened, and it's not going to happen right. this year, unfortunately. Oh, a little, uh, little spoiler sneak, alert uh, for sneak the, on uh, the, the, on the, the Sorry. Yeah. A little early. Oh, no, no, no. I love it. A little premature prediction. Boy. Do you have any good stories about Peyton? At, uh, and, uh, <laughs> I, I can tell you this. I, I remember. Can't I think of where they are. Knoxville, Tennessee. I remember yeah. as a freshman. Uh, there was a guy named Jerry Colquitt who was the starting quarterback. Heath Schuler had left, so Jerry Colquitt was the starting quarterback. Todd Helton was his backup. Sure. And then Peyton came in with a young man named Brandon Stewart. Brandon Stewart would later transfer to Texas A&M, but they were the two hot freshmen coming in. Colquitt got injured. Helton, who was also a baseball star, obviously, at Tennessee, got uh, moved into the starting quarterback position. Didn't play great. I think he was a little banged up, too. So Peyton Manning and Brandon Stewart were splitting time. And I actually really became a fan of Brandon Stewart. He was more athletic. <laughs> he could move around in the pocket. Here was Peyton, this gawky 6'5 kid from New Orleans coming in. And I, I said, man, I, Brandon Stewart is a much better quarterback. That shows how much I know. Two games into the season, they stopped splitting time. Peyton Manning went on to be the SEC freshman of the year in, in the rest of history. I, um, yeah, I mean. Definitely on the wrong side of history. <laughs> yeah. You know, by the way, um, I, the, the, the Broncos fans, as you mentioned, and a lot of Broncos fans in the last, uh, you know, seven days or so have dropped me a line and said, hey, just so you know, Dave, we're not all uh, kooks about the Broncos thing. We, mm-hmm. you, you're not a hater because you don't root for our team and so on. We're embarrassed by the behavior of the Broncos' Twitter handle and the people that are hitting you up. Right. So, was the Broncos' Twitter handle getting on you? Oh, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave, oh, really? Dave's in oh, yeah. a public feud with the Broncos. That's, yeah. fa- that's fantastic. It is great. I think it's a lot of fun. I'm amused by it, but they, they it's weird because whereas the Panthers and Cardinals and Jags, off, off the top of my head, Seattle, the Seahawks, have funny people running their things, Like it's hard to go back and forth with – when you zing somebody, but they don't get the joke, and then they try to respond with a bad joke. With a bad joke. They don't understand what the, why it's well, a bad joke versus a good joke. And yeah. then they try to make you feel bad. Yeah. Well, you're a comedian. You 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 should be able to do better than that. Ha ha. They they zinged you, Dave. You're just critiquing my joke. You're not actually making a joke yourself, which exposes you. We but need anyway. to find out who runs that handle. What well, we also oh, need to do. Me, Dave knows. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I'm too classy though to yeah, make really that public. Are. But yeah. I will say. That what's fun is uh, what we should do in the off season. First order of business are the uh, are the types of sports fans you enge- encounter on Twitter and social media. I think we could put together a great list. And I'll tell you, if you are if your entire Twitter thing, your page or whatever, is all pictures of your favorite football team, that's going to be a red flag going in. You know, that, oh, those people sure. are not going to – if your if your Twitter handle includes the name of your favorite, favorite football team, team you're probably yeah. going to be irrational in uh, in yeah. dealing with uh, any sort of critique of how they're playing. I'm assuming that Sheck doesn't subscribe to my theory that you just kill them with kindness after they criticize you on Twitter. Um, I love it. No, I, 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 there's I, no chance. I, I, no, I crack wise with them. I try yeah, to crack wise. Yeah, I think sometimes you've done that. 
I like to thank people. They don't make me upset their, because their it, well, the, the goal is to is to anger you. And do you retweet I don't the know criticism? You. Yes, I love retweeting the criticism. Well, I don't. I've never really fully understood that. Here's what you do because what you're doing is you're holding out the racket, the fast-paced stupidity that they're that they're serving you. And you're hoping that I'm other holding the racket out and let it fire you, back, and it does. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll right. bat them yeah. back. That's hey, correct. Can someone explain to me actually while we're on Twitter what is the point of a mute button? Why don't because 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 I my assumption is is because you don't want to hurt feelings professionally or otherwise. So yeah, I'm following you, Dan Helly, but then I mute you, and then you don't know I that see. I don't have to. Endure it's not just your, block them. Right. How many people do you have muted on your Twitter feed? I I have no one. Who would I follow? But then mute. I would never do. That, well, that's my point. I don't I don't either. Yeah yeah. You I, I don't know. Maybe I have some people muted. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you never respond to me. Handsome Hank and Dan Helly, certainly I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I, I keep you open. I want to hear what you have to say on all matters. Thank all you. right, what am I loving? I tweeted during the Steelers-Broncos game. Of course, I make no secret about the fact that my team is the Steelers. And I tweeted after trying the reverse jinx for three-plus hours, and in fact, in front of that, I kept tweeting out, uh, Steelers have no chance. Just save dignity. Save the jet fuel and stay home. Don't even make the trip. And and beyond, all through the game I was doing it, but when I decided to pick my spot, I decided to declare, go 180 degrees the other way. I declared when the Steelers score, and they will score. Yeah, I went Norman Dale at the end of Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. I said, when they score, and they will score, I vote to go for two. Little did I know, on the Pittsburgh Steelers sideline, a man named Mike Tomlin was saying this to his team. I want to get hired now. I love it. See? that I, I love that Mike Tomlin and I share the same headspace. We park our cars in the same garage. I love, by the way, what I don't love is that uh, Cleveland uh, guy on the radio disparaging Catherine Smith's hire there. But what is her title? Uh, special teams quality control. Coach. I don't want. I, I don't want to be special teams quality control. I just would like to be two point I, every two team, point conversion quality control. Coach. Maybe because I I legitimately think that that would have been the right move for Pittsburgh. Had they been, was the right move for the Cardinals. Well, that's what I was just about to oh, get. Sorry. To. I think that in both cases, if you have now, listen, if you're even if you have Peyton Manning because the two yard play, but if you believe in your quarterback, which certainly. Mike McCarthy believes in Aaron Rodgers in broad strokes, and so does Tomlin in Roethlisberger. Isn't that the better move to go for two in that spot? Why risk the coin flip? How many times does Mike McCarthy now? I I can't imagine going forward that he'll ever go to overtime again and say, yeah, let's just see what the coin decides. No, go for it. Well, that's too big a risk. Really, one play. Two yards, you have one of the two or three best quarterbacks in the game, which the Packers and Steelers do, or we can debate the top five, whatever. Don't you think that's the better bet, Dan Helley, than going it, to overtime and a coin flip it, and all that? It's all about the odds. In my mind, from the two-yard line in, in, in any situation uh, of that ilk, it's a 50-50 proposition. Yeah. It's a 50-50 proposition. And if they feel like they go to overtime and you get the coin flip and one other thing goes your way, then all of a sudden maybe there's a 70% chance you score. I, I do think that the – because of what Mike Murphy, but Mike you have McCarthy no control can, over that. So I mean, you, true. You, I I get that. Yeah, if we do, then we have a seventy. But you, but the the first layer of that is winning that fifty. I think. 50 I, I think the the biggest fear for coaches is if we don't make it, 
Right. There's going to be criticism. That's, this is the easy way out. I agree Choosing to go that. to overtime is the easy way out. And, and obviously, they, they're criticized for their decision-making. And they're for, forever, somebody could have criticized But next that. time that happens, at least for Mike McCarthy, he can point to, look what happened the last two times we went to that. No, great but, point. So Absolutely. I think for him, the net, you know, any other coach still has to has to have. Well, there's a get out of jail of free card head. next time. But he sure. now has look. Last two times we went to the playoffs. This is what happened to us. At least let's. I want to make it clear because Phil Sims on Inside the NFL said everybody who is saying that Mike McCarthy should have gone for two there is just using 2020 hindsight, and those are the same people that would have destroyed McCarthy had he gone for two and failed in that spot. Oh no, incorrect. I think that, that I mean I say that in advance of that. That's the play. Why I don't understand the the desire to uh, with that touched. I first of all, overtime should still be modified. Certainly in the postseason, when the stakes are as high as they are, do it like soccer, a full fifteen minute quarter. That's what you do, and that what the final score is at the end of that quarter. No, that's too much. It's not too much. Each too team, much what? Too should, much fairness. Each team should have it's, one it's, possession. It's but, it's but fifteen minutes. Is, so so but you, you don't get one possession. You don't get one possession. I'm saying if, each if team should have. If they're going to modify the rules, the rules should be modified that regardless of when you, you get score into a that weird. Then you get into well, that's that the weird college, college junk, right. which is which I, which I'm not as hip on as everybody else. Suddenly the nature of the game is different. Here, here we're not kicking it out. Just start at the 25 yard line. That's a weird move. I I, I don't love. Is that it better than it was? Uh no. I I really of like. Cor- of course, of course it, is. it is. You can't win with a field goal. Otherwise, you just. Go thirty yards, kick a field goal, game over, and then Aaron Rodgers still no, didn't get the ball. Some of the great, you know. Here, here's the thing, everybody. You're making no sense. I right don't now. understand you, how you're making one argument. And the not- goal for we fans is heightening the drama. And to me, when you have a two point conversion, but no overtime, and you saw this happen many times, some of the most famous games in college football history came down to the decision. 1983, the Orange Bowl. Tom Osborne could have kicked an extra point tied Miami in the Orange Bowl and won the national championship with the Nebraska Huskers. Instead, he said, no, that's that's I, I don't like that. I don't like the spirit of that. I'm going to do what I should do. Go for two. He missed it. But to me, a hero for all of time for doing that. Conversely, was it Air Parsegian? I believe it was in 1970, undefeated Michigan State and Notre Dame. He did kick the extra point instead or kick the yeah, kick the extra point rather than going for two. And won the national championship as a result. There's no courage there. I want courage. Football, it's more fun. The, the, the How do you deal with him on I a daily d- basis? I d- what I what he's I saying now he's makes no sense at all. I don't, know what, I, don't, I don't know what you fail to understand. I think you need to, to pick two from the McPick menu and uh, get some uh, yeah, food on your, two, on your stomach and some wisdom in your brain. Clearly, clearly the majority does not rule here, Hank. But doesn't matter. The, the don't over- call the Dan Haley football program. That's a good point. That's a good point. But the overtime is better now than it was. Yes, I would There's agree. no doubt in my mind. Dave doesn't. but that's No. Uh, all right. Yeah. No, I thought you were saying is college football better with that. But is pro football yes. better? Yes. It yeah. is definitely better. Oh, you just misunderstood the question. I misunderstood. That was the result of the uh, okay, five-minute rant I get that it. we just had. Well, I hope you're I agree. I do agree. Better, but can still be improved right. upon. I'm not going to argue that. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's get now to very important stuff. And uh, like I mentioned, it was Handsome Hank's 48th birthday or whatever it was. And uh, this begs the question, Dan Helly, handsome devil, handsome Hank, though, the gold standard no in doubt. these four halls. And what also is intriguing about Handsome Hank's uh, appearance is that a lot of people think he looks like other people. And I wanted to go through the top three that uh, I've come across here. The first one, the first time I met Handsome Hank, I declared he looks very much like this guy, the late, great Chris Reeve, circa Superman 2, early 80s. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, see, doesn't he look like Clark Kent slash Superman from Superman 2? 
That's Handsome Hank, different hairdo. Doesn't he look a lot like him? Look on YouTube if uh, you're listening on the airwaves. Otherwise, I assume you can conjure an image of uh, early 80s era Chris Reeve. Secondly, The New Bachelor. I can't think of his name, but I've been watching it, and it is spellbinding. Boy, really? they, boy, they are overflowing with kooks in, that, in this season. <laughs> Tune in now. How about this? There's a woman on the show, one of the contestants, was an Austin – Dan Helley, you've been around the block, local news guy and everything. Sure. She is a local news woman in Austin, Texas. She quit her job to go on The Bachelor, Bachelor. because she's in love with uh, – what's his name? I, I, can't, I really can't How does she name. know this guy? Was he on a she previous – Yeah, previous, she watched him in a previous, previous season. season. Right. That's, that's not as outrageous as oh, yeah, it sounds, is. by the way. It's not to quit your lo- to quit Austin's an anger job? How hard is that to get? 60th biggest mark in the country. She could have been at the end of a contract. It's not as crazy Maybe. as yeah. All right. See, well, I, he, I think, doesn't, he doesn't look anything like me. Well, that was, was a Matt Money Smith uh, observation. Little I bit. disagree with that. The Christopher Reeve is is on point. And, and then the other one, of DJ, course, yeah, Daniel Jeremiah, yeah. my American cousin. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, th- I I contend that they may have been birthed by the same mother, and then for whatever nefarious reason, split at birth. Right. One shipped to the UK, the other shipped. But destiny to, brought uh, us back together to the again, West Coast at NFL Media. Continental U.S. All right, Dan Helley, you That's go ahead and good. vote. Who's best? Who's he most like? DJ, undoubtedly. Most like Daniel Jeremiah. Uh, Behind the glass, anybody want to weigh in there? Goth kid? Goth kid. I, I agree, Daniel Jeremiah. I think that's Jeremiah. Best. Yeah. Well, wow, he's looming right over yeah. his head. Again, look on YouTube. Yeah, that's <laughs> – boy, you got, I, that's really crazy how much you two look alike. I'll stick with Chris Reeve because of the physique. You have the same strapping, broad shoulders. I feel like the world is in good hands as long as this handsome Hank is in charge. Yeah, I can't fly as well as Reeve can. No, but I'd like to believe you're made of steel. All right, now let's get to – we're going to – we'll see if we can come back around to uh, to the little game show event that we want to play. Right now, though, let's get to, before we make our picks for the title game weekends, let's get to the wizard himself. Football baby Ooh. now – 70 and tw- 70 and 30 lifetime, I believe. Who knows? I you make it up it. every week. He went so two and matter. two last week. He's he won well. both on Saturday, lost both on Sunday. Here he is with the two title game picks for you. There you have it. You know, hard to argue with uh, the, the six. Hard to make. argue. Did you see how demonstrably he chose Cam Newton? One. Put the one digit right on that number. Yeah, he one. agrees on Cam. I'm not sure that your Patriots pick that you gave him is, is as oh, I gave him that nothing. You gave him? I didn't give it really? to him. He put, you saw as he grabbed for that iPad, he clearly hit the Patriots. Accidentally before he hit, hit the, the Patriots a second. Ac- how can you accuse him of any accident at this point? There's no accident with football babies magic. True. That is true. One thing that I also noticed there in the in the weird the the, the I don't know what to make of this. Um, I recognized. Did you see when Peyton Manning? Of course, everybody saw when he went down and then popped yep. back up. Clearly, gamesmanship. Obviously, he told Emmanuel Sanders. In fact, if you see me do that, break out to the sideline. That means he. That means he calculated that oh. he was going to do that. It didn't lead to anything. But nevertheless. Yes, it's not. That's right. Like I say, if it's a felony, right. it goes from a third degree to a first degree crime. He 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 uh, he knew what he was doing in advance. This wasn't a why a crime would Emmanuel Sanders tell anybody that? Take a look. A few weeks back, uh, Akbar Bajabiamila on Game Day Blitz assaulted me. He attacked. Can we me. see the video of it? Well, I don't. It's know always entertaining. I don't know if Helly saw it, but look at that. You know what? Why Peyton and I ultimately don't get along? Too much alike. 
See that? All, <laughs> all fours. Look at us. So both on all fours again. Watch this on YouTube. Look. Uh, I like. Either. That's your best side. It <laughs> genuinely is. All fours. That's how we both wound up there. It Did does it. without any explanation. I think Helly is wondering what he's looking at. Why was? Like, I was why would? Why would you? Akbar Bajabiyamila for some reason sack, showed hey. how he his sacking te- his pass rushing technique. He blew past. You mean uh, the one that got him two NFL sacks? The name, oh, the geez. straw. Oh, he gets very upset if you bring that <laughs> I, up. I, I know he does. That's why I did it. Well, he has three NFL sacks now. Yeah. Counting the one uh, when he got the potbelly juke. Uh, but Mark Iztook, a French fry named Mark Iztook, provided little resistance yeah. in the pass rush. That's what you call Iztook, a French fry? Well, I don't know. What is he, a string bean? I don't know what you call him. But he, uh, anyway, <laughs> he definitely he, isn't a gun. Akbar Bajabiamila blew past Iztook, providing no protection for Damashek. Before I knew it, he dropped the hammer. And if I wish we did have the Did he go low? Did he go high? No, no, How did he, he take you he, down? He, he tomahawked he, me yeah, he really, over the shoulder. It hurt. He tomahawked you. <laughs> he yeah, me. he really did. He, he's, yeah, that could explain the sack. But like. Peyton did on that play, <laughs> I popped right back up. I went right back to the huddle. Next play. Now we're going you at limped, You limped back to the huddle. What happened happened, and I'm yep. not going to apologize for what happened. All right. Let's get to it now, and I would like to see that, though. Maybe you could uh, share that with the audience and put that in um, afterwards to remind them of Akbar's assault. It's a good reason to check out the other episodes as well on YouTube if you guys want to go back. Oh, that's I, that that's coming awfully close to sass, goth kid. <laughs> that, that, that felt a little <laughs> no sassy. No sass. All right. Let's get to it now. Instead of the Red Challenge flag pick segment, today we have the McDonald's McPicks. McDonald's McPicks. McDonald's McPicks. Presented by McDonald's McPick 2 for $2. I thought it would be to the same jingle, like McDonald's McPicks. Yeah, well, that's kind of what we did last week. I know. I need to learn. It'll take me a few weeks. I need to learn the uh, the words to that. McDonald's. What was that uh, that jazzy little number there by the one-man house band, Dick Banks? Excellent stuff. Helly, you play your cards right. You might get a theme song if you become a regular on the program. We'd love to have you. I can't even imagine what that would be like. Well, Ike Taylor and Reese Jones-Drew have their. They have their own theme songs? Just just this week. Just this week. Can we hear? 19 weeks after the Oh, it took them a whole season. Took an entire well, that was, that as was, much as you love Ike and that was, MJD. Right. That was laziness on my part. Can we hear the either? Maybe of those Dan can jingles? see if we give them a rating. Yeah, that'd be great. Can we hear? Number twenty-four is in the house. Ike Taylor's on the show. <laughs> Woo! Dick Banks is a musical Yee-haw. genius. He didn't do a whole lot of. Uh, he didn't do a lot of background work on <laughs> yeah, Ike the Taylor. The background work was limited. Wait, so he wore twenty-four, and his name is in fact. And he's Ike going Taylor. to be on the show. He's on the show. Yeah. Now here's the here's all the accurate. One. Yeah. Five foot seven full of sexiness. <laughs> MJD is on the show. That is spectacular. When Maurice heard that for the first time, even before the jingle had finished, he interrupted to tell everyone he was five foot eight and a half. <laughs> I don't know that he's five. <laughs> I don't think he is either, but that's what no. that was his first reaction before it had finished. That's great. Next order of business, Dan Helley gets a theme song. All right. Let's work on that. The next order of business is making the Red Challenge flag picks here. A little something, though, that we do need to cover. And by the way, we mentioned that it's presented by McDonald's McPicks. Again, I mentioned pick two items on that menu for $2 and uh, fill your belly with some tasty tasty and tender vittles. Um, Before we do it, though, I think we need some stakes. These, I mean, these are big games that mm-hmm. are coming up on Sunday. So here's what I propose we do with the McPicks menu. Whoever wins between the two of you gets to choose not just two items, but the entire McPicks. And it'll come on my dime. 
It'll be uh, it'll, it'll come out of my pocket. Okay. It, Very it, generous of you. Yeah. If it costs me $6, I'm going to pay it You'll all. pay it anyway. Maybe $8 right. it'll cost. I don't know what it's going to cost, right. but I'm going to get you every item you want and okay. then some. But only you get to eat it, and the and the loser has, has to, to watch. Sit, has to sit and watch. I think okay. that's sit fair. and watch in shame. What if just we watch choose, the whole what, thing. Just out of interest, what if we choose the same teams through this? Well, I have a I have a plan for that. Why don't we make it? We can decide whatever we want. We could do what quarterback will have the most passing yards okay. or something. Right. Like that. A tiebreaker. We'll right. find that a tiebreaker. tiebreaker. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it now. Okay. I'm excited for this. Time for the Mick Picks Title Game Edition. Patriots. Broncos, Dan Halley Chew. This isn't even going to be a close game. It's unfortunate, especially considering my love affair with Peyton Manning. But Tom Brady is going to march in to mile high, and Julian Edelman with a gimpy Chris Harris is going to help him um, dissect that defense. I think it's going to be a two-touchdown victory for the Patriots. Handsome Hank, I'll say you. Go ahead. Oh, by the way, Helly, you have not been a part of the Red Challenge flag. If you hear something you disagree with there, if you hear a pick that you disagree with, you throw the Red Challenge flag. Okay. That's I actually was go. visited by by some um, NFL Network upper-level people who said, if you're going to throw a Red Challenge flag on Helly, just don't go for the face. Well, of course. That only makes good sense. Yeah. That you're, you're, you're hurting the entire exactly. operation. You bring, you you bring the whole thing That's down. the money maker. Yeah, exactly. That's what they call it. That's but luckily, I don't, I don't need it this time because I agree with them. I think the Patriots are going to win that one. Uh, I don't like handily. fist bumps. I want acrimony. I want one of you well, watching yeah, the other that one. That wasn't the, the game. That wasn't the game to do it. If if you want acrimony, the Patriots are going to win this one. I think I think they're going to win it pretty easily. Well, here's the thing, the, the the first point I'll make about why I think the Patriots are going to win. I agree with you. The main reason I think is practically the virtue of the Broncos above all else is their ability to really heat you up. Yeah. Uh, and and that is a danger if you're the opposing QB, especially with an offensive line in the state that the Patriots is. And even if Sebastian Vollmer is out there and 100%, which it doesn't seem that he is, that is a bad offensive line. When Edelman's out there, however, you'll notice that it was not a factor, even though another few pieces have, have gotten hurt along the way for the Patriots on the O-line. But you'll notice that wasn't a big, looming issue for the team as long as Edelman was out there. Why? Because obviously Brady negates long a heavy handles, pass rush. Basically. Right. He, the, the quick passes to Edelman yeah. are, are, are basically unstoppable. Edelman back in there makes it moot that Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware, largely at least, that they're going to be able to get to Brady. He won't allow that to happen. Right. It's all going to be short passes. That's my number one football reason. Yes, Well, I, I, the, the Patriots don't have to run the ball to win. The Broncos have, have to, to run the ball right. to win. There was a crazy stat that I saw a couple of days ago. Tom Brady is 4-1 and one in the postseason when he throws the ball 50 times or more. The other... However, many quarterbacks uh, since in the Super Bowl era are are three and thirty eight when they yeah. throw fifty. It's a desperation points. play. You know, whenever it, you see that, you're like, wow, that's but not struggled. for Brady, right? And the the fact that they don't have to run the ball to win, and they can use Julian Edelman as, as a, a running back of sorts with those short, quick passes. I I just I I don't see how the defense they'll slow them down. I don't see how they stop yeah. in these type of games as well. You know, we'll spend we have spent the whole week talking about the Patriots offense, which is, you know, around the best in the in the league and the Broncos defense, which is around the best in the league. And it normally comes down to the opposite of that it comes down to the Broncos offense, which hasn't been very good and the Patriots defense, which is pretty know, good, pretty good, but better than average. It's probably sure. a good way to look at it. And 
Belichick, and it seems blasphemous to say it, but Belichick, who's known for taking away your best thing, which in this case is probably the Broncos' running game, is going to be saying, Peyton Manning, beat us. And that, and I just don't see that happening against that Patriots defense. Well, you saw, I mean, certainly the Steelers and anybody else applies that same right. method to defeating the Broncos. And, and, again, they largely did in the defense, those wonky games. The defense stole another one against Pittsburgh by forcing that turnover. And I do want to say again, the two key plays to me, Bradley Roby is not getting nearly enough credit. Fitz Toussaint is taking a lot of heat in Pittsburgh and elsewhere that that was the decisive play, and I and I suppose it was, but it was more about Bradley Roby. That was, a, that was spectacular. I mean, he jumped in there and punched that ball out and knocked it loose, and then a minute later in the game, Emmanuel Sanders got around just in time to knock a, a sure pick for Willie Gay out of uh, Willie Gay's hands, and that obviously would have swung the game in Pittsburgh's favor in all likelihood, too. Um, does Will like being called Willie? That's what Ike Taylor calls him. He does? Yeah. Oh, then he's good. Okay. I call, him, I call him Gay Island. Don't visit wide receivers. Emmanuel Sanders almost paid the ultimate price, or Peyton almost did by mm. paying. I'm glad you brought up Roby, though, because I really do think with Chris Harris Jr. being basically playing with one arm, right. that if Roby can fill that void and he's just adequate, yep. th then they might have a chance. But Harris is the best slot corner in the league, in my opinion. And I, I think when you have him, you can kind of neutralize Edelman. But if you have Edelman and Gronk out there, you can bracket one guy, you can double one guy, but that means the other side is going to be one-on-one, -on -one and you have to win that match. And every week, we you you go into a Patriots game, and every team has, like, here's my plan for stopping Gronk. And nobody, right. nobody We're going to jump him off the line. We're, we're going to be we're physical We're going to bracket him. We're gonna, nobody can do it. Yeah, I, and by the way, as far as that goes, I would be very surprised if you don't see Aqib Tlaib matched up with Gronk in addition to uh, one of those linebackers yep. trying to Danny trying to bracket Trevathan. him a little bit. It yeah. makes too much sense to me, and that's something Belichick will yep. that will occur to him if it occurred to uh, to Damashek. The other thing is the, the this is has nothing to do with football. The, I, I don't like when 100% of the football predictors out yeah. there, including us, decides one, uh, what, on a result, and it seems like everybody's saying the Patriots. That's a red flag because when everybody says something, it doesn't happen in the NFL. Go all the way back to August. Kelvin Benjamin got hurt. Well, now, now the Carolina the, Panthers are the done. Nobody gave them a chance. Things that that it, when there's yep. certitude to that degree, it always goes the other way. And more practically, I do think – and that's why I really liked Pittsburgh's chances going up to Foxborough this time around if they could have gotten there. I don't always think Pittsburgh's going to win. In fact, I usually think they're going to lose to the Patriots. Tom Brady happens to own them. But in this case, I think you can bang that team a little bit up front, that front seven. And I know Mayo's – the, the, but the difference is there. Jamie Collins. People keep talking about Edelman wasn't out there, Amendola wasn't out there when the Broncos beat the Patriots head-to-head. As significant as Jamie Collins. No doubt. Those yeah. wheels, if he's right, I think that running game might have a push, but you're not going to see C.J. Anderson snapping off. And they're, they're apparently not worried about him being right. right. You know, obviously the back issue is there, but it's not serious, and he's going to be out there, and he should be full bore. I know. I'm intrigued to tune into NFL Total Access this evening at 7 p.m. Eastern. Yes, and, we'll have a couple of Patriots on the yeah. show. Find out if Heath oh, and who are going to watch it. Yeah, who and Heath and Willie are going to choose. Good for, for you. The first it'll time be, this season you're excited to tune in. So you, you I'm always like, excited oh, to tune in, but this oh, is one where, on. you know, I really want to get those two guys <laughs> and find out who they're going to pick in this game. All right, let's So you're mocking. You're I'm mocking mocking. us. You're not just mocking I'm me. You're mocking. mocking all of us. I'm the entire mocking. Total Access staff. I'm, that's not true. <laughs> I didn't mock anyone. Let's move on to the other game. 
I, and by the way, is that a TV thing? Is that just a rights thing that, or uh, is that a decision that the NFC game is on after? Wouldn't the I think they flip every year. They do flip every I, year. I guess sure that makes do, sense. Yeah. yeah I, I, Are you I, just I, guessing, or do you know that? I'm. I'm. It's an educated guess. I think. Why wouldn't right. you? Why it, wouldn't you just put the more attractive matchup? Uh, because later? it was. It was. Deci- it was decided point. in. It this was is decided the on, attractive matchup. It was decided on wildcard weekend. The prime oh, time when they when they they laid out the entire postseason schedule after. To me, Panthers night. Cardinals is the more attractive matchup. I, the, but is it the best ratings matchup? You know the way they look. I know at how it. ratings go, and so this is paradoxical for me to say there will be more casual fans who know about eight or ten NFL names, right, two of them being Brady and Peyton, who will tune into that one because they know it has some meaning beyond right. just uh, a standard football game. But real football fans, this this indulgence of everybody loves to say, can't get enough of these two guys going ahead. I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm kinda, I was over it three years ago. All right, Arizona Cardinals, Carolina Panthers, handsome Hank Chews. So difficult. This is the game I've wanted to see all year. Yes. So excited about being able to see it when picking the Panthers. Ooh, Dan Helly, how say you? Oh, he's telling it. Hit him with it, Helly. Throw it. Throw it at him. I understand that the way the Cardinals played last week, it's going to lead some to say they, they're going to get pounded by Carolina. But I think, and Nate Burleson, who's also been on NFL yep. Total Access a number of times this week, is, is one of the guys who said if any team is built to take apart this Panthers defense – it's the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. And I think that last week they had a game plan that was really conservative. They wanted Carson Palmer to get comfortable. I think they're going to be aggressive. I think they're going to try to take the top off the defense. Josh Norman doesn't always travel. Um, he's more of a Richard Sherman type who kind of stays on one side. He never goes in the slot. And I think they're just going to work those guys. And, and I just I, – I can't always be as objective as I want to be. I just really like the Cardinals as we Agree were talking that. about earlier. And, and I would like to see them – get it done I'd like to see Arians get to the Super Bowl and and I think they have a really good chance and let's not sleep on that defense either which is one of the top six or seven defenses in the NFL as well boy man I I agree with you but I also to Handsome's point uh, half an hour ago I think Cam Newton leading the way that's a very likable team as well and I'd love to see him stick it to the Byzantine thinkers uh, in our 21st century society. I'd like to see him hand it to them and dab uh, to the world, to all those haters out there. Um, so I, I'm, are, are there that many Cam haters out there still? There is a weirdly like high percentage some. of it. By the way, my pick is I'm taking the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to take them at home. I, But you know what, Helly? The more I think about this one. The reason I'm picking against the Cardinals is because I kind of buy – the ebb and flow of the NFL marathon that, and as you always hear the, the cliche about that team's got to get hot at the right time. Well, the Panthers are, I mean, the uh, Cardinals are not hot at the right time. They lost. They got whipped by the Hawks in Arizona. Then they got lucky as all get out to survive the receiver. I mean, Jeff Janis was the only, I was catching passes against them and Aaron Rodgers just about had them beat. Were it not for a fluky tip pass at the goal line, the, I, you don't know that that game even but goes to overtime. The beauty of it, it was a is, fluke. I, I, there are plenty of examples of a team surviving a game that they should, they had no business winning, and then never looking back and running the table. So that's a possibility too. But that, but the Cardinals are are inarguably not playing their very best. But right? the, and I'm about to argue against myself. But the beauty of that team is everything about them. They're playing with with house money. You got Bruce Aaron who 
was supposed to have been retired three, four years ago. You've got Carson Palmer, who, who sort of came from the wilderness. You've got Fitz, who's suddenly come back from you know two years again in the wilderness to do things. I just feel like, talk about a team that, that can play free, regardless of whether they're at home or, or playing on the road. They've got nothing to lose here. They, they. I mean, they have, but they, but they just play like a team. No, I get what you're saying. But, but my biggest concern too. Again, now I'm arguing against myself, like you, handsome Hank. Um, Cam Newton <clears throat> is obviously the the X factor yep. for the Carolina Panthers, and the Cardinals like to blitz a lot. But Cam Newton is great when it teams is. blitz him, and that's what actually scares me. So it's like steel on steel here. What? Who's going to win? And I, I can't wait to see this game. It, but you know, the Patriots Broncos game, it, I I think is going to be boring to an extent. Mm-hmm. This game is going to be. But awesome. last weekend, last weekend we sat and we said that the that the um, Cardinals Packers game was going to be one sided and exactly the same way we just said about that about the Broncos Patriots one, and that was a thriller. And then the one that we thought was going to be a thriller, the Panthers Seahawks, was thirty one nothing. Well, that's what's great about the National that's Football we, exactly. League, so fellas. We don't oh, know he's anything. So oh, he's going so corporate. He went National Football League. He, oh, he dropped to National Football League in this league. Gentlemen. Expect the unexpected. This young man at the quarterback position has an opportunity to do some very special things. In the National in the, Football Conference title game. <laughs> Somebody did actually. Someone did drop National, National Football, Football Conference. Conference. Really? That was yeah. a new one. Both I'm going to do that conference. on NFL Total Dude, Access tonight. Yeah, that's a shout out to us if you do that. I absolutely will. All right. You have my you have my word. That's your birthday present, handsome Hank. And we'll see if you get another birthday present next week when you get the McPick item. In front Wait, of so Dan now Hallie. what do we – oh, so do we, we don't, we don't need to. a tiebreaker. Well, the last question before Halley goes off to do his fancy TV stuff is uh, who – what quarterback and his legacy – and I know Peyton gets very raw when you talk about, that's not oh, a narrative, put it in your bum and all that stuff. <laughs> um, what QB stands to gain the most in victory? And not just this week, but I mean by hoisting the Lombardi in three weeks. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Hmm. Because. I think so. Uh, well, first of all, I, I'm not even including Peyton in the conversation because I don't think it would happen. So you could make the argument that Peyton winning that second Super Bowl elevates himself to the the cream of the crop in terms of of the all time greatest. I think I think right. I think he. So I that's, think he that's is that, third. I think right. I think if if Peyton Manning wins the Super Bowl even by hook or by crook, in the same way that John Elway gets this weird credit for winning a Super Bowl and Dan Marino didn't, and he has two rings. Elway has that. Oh, everybody knows if you watch the the trajectory of Elway's career was he was handing off there. That wasn't his team any longer. He didn't win in his prime. But still, he'll get credit as you look back on it. If he has two rings, three Super Bowl appearances, he will be statistically. He has all the big numbers. That's the obvious answer to me. But I, the reason I the reason I say Cam is because then Cam is on the same plane as everybody who's won one who's That's still right. playing. Right. He's Drew Brees. He's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's done it. And, and I don't think anybody thought, you know, after that second year, after, you know, he started fast and then kind of came down and the Panthers really struggled. I don't think anybody believed that, that he could win the Super Bowl. Well, I'll, I'll say what I find interesting, like you say, the Tom Brady and the Patriots have blown up longstanding assumptions about what, what what's winning ball. Here's how you, you can't win doing that. Throwing 50 times a game. In the Super Bowl, after the first quarter, they just stopped running the ball. No matter. they just That's not the right. way. And they Those do that rules, all the time. Those rules don't apply to Tom Brady. 
I think it would be nice to blow up all those assumptions. I mean, what Cam Newton's done in the last couple of years is RG3 has fallen away and Colin Kaepernick has and Ryan Tannehill hasn't gotten as far as people thought he would and Andrew Luck it was a, was a, throwing a lot of bad interceptions once again when he wasn't hurt here. Cam Newton has continued to play the kind of ball that everybody was talking about three years ago. Remember when Kaepernick and the Niners went to the Super Bowl? It's the dawn of a new age. Everybody will be running the pistol or some variation on that. And no one's doing that anymore with any consistency save Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. And I think he is a special, obviously a special talent. He's going to be the MVP. But he is would, would vault himself into this into this uh, different stratosphere where it, it, there would be – coaches wrongly always say afterwards, hey, we got these Super Bowl rings and no one can take those away from us. Well, those are physical items. The, those can be taken away, but no one would ever be able to yeah. scratch out the fact that Cam Newton won a Super Bowl yeah. if, he, if he gets it done here. We always talk about the elite quarterbacks, the four or five elite quarterbacks. I think he wins a Super Bowl next year. You see people putting him Putting him that in that group of whatever it is, five, six guys. Imagine that, too, and then they'll get Kelvin Benjamin back, too. That's Yikes. a scary thought. Yikes. How good could that team be next year? But we look forward to it. We look forward to watching Dan Helley every night on Total Access. He's the best in the business, and he's as nice as they come, too, which I rate about, like, half as important. You know, like, I, I, <laughs> I what I like is talent. Talent is what rules. Right. But if you're a nice person, Fine. it's like, that's, that's, that's cool. cool. That can be cool, too. Throw it in there as well. I don't really care much. But, uh, You're but, really all about But above <laughs> all else, the main thing you say about Dan Helley, he's a beautiful SOB. You know, there's, there's just no denying that. No one can take that away from you. I don't know. Your light in the studio didn't really help me out today. Oh, no. Those dark. baby blues <laughs> are still singing. Dan Helley, the great. Follow him. At Dan Helley. Watch him on Twitter. That's H-E-L-L-I-E on Twitter. So hey. all your podcast listeners, I hope to see my, my following go up today. Peyton Manning's. Dorm room freshman roommate or something like that. <laughs> not, not true. Oh, the tales he has not to true. tell about 18. Or you called him 16 back then. Back then, yeah. yeah. Come on, 16. Come, let's go. It was a good time. We missed the national championship by a year. It was T. Martin that brought that yeah. to Knoxville, not Peyton Manning. I know. He never beat Florida the entire time I was there. Four ah. years. He, Shuler, Peyton Manning. Couldn't, oh, wait, couldn't he did, wait, Peyton didn't come through in the big game. Yeah. We've heard that before. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. The great Dan Helley. Now let's get to a new little segment here. Ike Taylor has done one of these. It's great. We'll get you that next week. In the meantime, we visited with DeQuell Jackson last week, of course, of the Indianapolis uh, Colts, and he was dynamite. And we'll give you that full interview later on. But right now, here's a brand new segment where they tell some charming stories. This is called Pigtails. David Well, that was, I don't know, was that, was that adorable or outrageous? A little scatological. It was. I mean, I, I, it's not my taste, but there you go. Did Nate Burleson play for the Browns and the Seahawks? Hmm. Trying to remember if he played for the Browns. Played for a lot of different teams. He definitely went to Browns camp. Was that as yeah. recently as last year that he was in Browns yeah. camp? Hmm. I think, the, I don't know if they crossed over. That's interesting. What did you think there, Goth Kid? Did you enjoy that one? I really enjoyed it. Keith did a good job. Yeah. Oh, by the way. It's uh, yeah, I guess you can listen to that, too. But uh, to see the animation put on it, uh, it uh, take a look again. How do you describe that animation? 
How would I? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's, it's a certain style. It's kind of news, some news. Oh, um, very, uh, very uh, Taiwan news. If Taiwan you see news. The, the exactly. current events. I remember when Tiger Woods got into his little trouble. Yeah. That there was a famous one of those going around. You see those. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it looks like it's that animation style. So we'll have more of those for you and uh, our pals who make the NFL. Bindle Dog, Jay Gish and Company have another pigtails for you. Like I say, authored by Ike Taylor. It's a, it's a lovely story of his first meeting with a famous teammate of his. So we'll have that one for you. Maybe we need a new NFL for the Super Bowl as well, Dave. Can you put your mind to that? I, I would like to do that very much. In fact, I guarantee it. Now, oh. what does everybody think? Who's going to be eating the McDonald's? Who's eating the McPick next week, goth kid? I'm going to give it to Helly. Helly's going to be eating it while Handsome watches, eh? I think so. You know what's interesting, too? That would be tough for me. I love a McPick. I was trying to get through it for Helly's sake because he had to go, but um, the uh, the other factor that's just interesting, I don't know how big either we talk about the, the Patri- Patriots don't run the ball, but how weird is it to think that Steven Jackson could be a factor could in be this a factor game, in and so, too, could Monty Ball? Monty Ball, that's an interesting – I mean, those two guys, they are definitely past their prime. Has Monty Ball – what? Past his prime, Monty Ball's we never man had of a 25. Prime. We never had a prime. That was, I mean, he didn't he's have a prime. still on the roster, right? Has he ro- dressed for a game yet? I don't think he's been active. Yeah, I don't think he's been in uniform. For but that's exactly, that would be very, he'll probably have, like, he'll be a Timmy Smith style, have 230 yards rushing in Super Bowl 50. Or against his, or against uh, his, the, his former, former mates. Yeah. yeah. If he was Rex Ryan, the coach, he would uh, he'd be a captain this week. Hands, that's right. I bet. I wonder if he will be. That's no, a fun he won't story. be. I think even Belichick has enough respect for the game to not do that. Handsome. Was it a fun birthday? It was wonderful. Thank you very much for asking. Really? Yes, I got. I had a cake with my children, and yeah. and and they uh, we had cake, and yeah, it was fun. Did they make you a picture or anything? They did. I got a picture. I, I, I it's always awkward with kids when they make you a picture and they present it. You know, here it, I got this for you, Daddy, and then you're like. That is beautiful. What is it? And <laughs> in this case, it was a, p- a pencil on white paper, and it was like, duh, it's snow. <laughs> well, I know your oldest, uh, how how talented he is as an artist. Well, yeah, he is. Actually, I think some art yeah, still hangs in the studio. Is there any way we could get a camera on? Oh, you know what? Hey, goth kid, because I'm tethered here. Can somebody or Nick, can you grab that? I'll, well, let's uh, For Handsome's birthday, let's show off his... Uh, his first offspring's keen work here. He this was this was something he produced ahead of the season. He's a huge fan of Dave's. What I like um, best is about Nick is that he's doing it on his own clock. Right. Nick's like, I'm not gonna hurry. Why I'll hurry? Get, I'll get you your dumb picture, jerk. But I'm not. I'm not gonna hurry to do it. <laughs> yeah, I know it's your normal face. <laughs> We're doing a show, fella. Big Steelers fan, big fan of Dave's. He still he still that? thinks that Dave is an N- former NFL player. Don't tell him. Don't break his. Heart. I haven't. Don't break my uh, heart. But either. he did I like make to, that. Half the time, I like to pretend in my own brain that I was on the Steelers. I remember as a kid, it was always very difficult to draw helmets, and I feel like he's rendered one pretty nicely there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I wasn't moving it. I was I was moving it away so you could <laughs> see my money maker. Yeah, that's nice. That's what the ladies see at the bar. Like right. uh, the gentleman at the other end of the bar has sent you a drink. <laughs> when they look over, this is this is the look they get. You ready? Here we go. Ready? Here we go. I'm gonna do it for you. Like, oh, that's what was sent to you by the by the gentleman at the other end oh, of the bar. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. Wow, I can see. Can you that, I can see that why works. you've had all the success you've. You know had, why? You know, you know why, why yeah. it worked? Yeah, handsome. Why don't you do one here? Okay. Show us uh, how how it looks for you.
That good? Beautiful. Really, we have the accent, so you yeah. don't need you don't really need a. Look. But if I'm at the end of the bar, they don't know that, so I have to show the accent via the use of my eyebrows. Can I do? Can I do this one now? This is uh, what the guy. This is the guy in the uh, commercials that you see throughout uh, the football and golf stuff is uh, that w- for the uh, male, you know, improvement. Oh, I see. Male help. Uh, the help. Assistance. Group. Yeah, the assistance. Male assistance. Here's, here, like, bam, bam, like, hey, when the time is right. Right, and like, you're, like, varnishing a bench. Yeah they're, yeah, they're varnishing or they're playing miniature golf. Yeah. They're doing precious like, things. Like, all those things that make suddenly, you think. Suddenly, oh, now's yeah, the like, time. wait, oh, she, oh, maybe. Like, yeah. I don't know, you know what? I'm going to take her temperature yeah. just with my eyes here yeah. and see where she is. And this is the way that uh, sad sack looks. <laughs> That's, I, Please? I yeah. think I can, I think. I think. I think I might be. <laughs> I think it might work. I don't I think so. Yeah. All right, so that's that. Uh, best wishes to the Patriots and Broncos. Absolutely. And Panthers and Cardinals. It should be. Give us some good football games. That's right. When we say best wishes, what we really mean, we're kind of being demanding. But give it, Just give us, like, two great football games on Sunday. Handsome. Please. Real quick, no jive. What is for your purposes as the person who runs the homepage at the NFL and obviously is um, wants to some degree what is going to be the best content, most compelling mm-hmm. content in your mind, what matchup gives us that? I think the Patriots for me that, you know, we started brainstorming some stories that we might, might be telling during Super Bowl week. I think the Patriots in Super Bowl 50 going to San Francisco where the 49ers have probably been, you know, one of the two or three teams you could claim are the, are the dynasty, the most important dynasty of the last 50 years. The Patriots going there and really stamping their authority and it'd be hard to argue that they're not the number one. I think that's good. From the NFC side, I like, you know, Cam is going to be the MVP most likely and so I think the Panthers going there and, and playing against the Patriots would be pretty Think good. about that. If you have the MVP anointed the night before, yep. going out onto the field against and the greatest, the of, greatest all time, quarterback of all time. That's, that's fascinating. That's a good story as of well. Of course, if Peyton Manning is playing for whether he wants to acknowledge it or not, if he gets to the Super Bowl, he's playing for a bigger stake in the history, the recorded history. I just think regardless of whether Peyton gets to the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl, you, you still it's hard to argue that he's better than Tom Brady. Well, if he's if he if he beats in title games, if he's three out of four against Tom Brady, and if he again obviously it's the but nature still, of the game. He if still he makes, rings you know, rings short of what Brady's done. I suppose, but if he does something special, I guess that's what would uh, would. He'd make have, it he's going to have to do something special to get there. And on the other side of things, yeah, I mean the the Cardinals are a fun team. Cardinals to are terrific. The stories about more than any you know as we went through this brainstorming, more than any of the other three teams, there's some really cool stories you could tell about the Cardinals. Yeah, and but I but I also my think, favorite one. Can I just tell you? Yes, Tom Pratt, who is their um, defensive uh, line coach, or in fact their pass rushing coach coached in Super Bowl one. What would be cooler? He was on the wow. Chiefs coaching staff in Super Bowl one. What would be cooler? And hasn't been back to a Super Bowl, I don't think, since. What would be cooler? He's Hank Stram, one of Hank Stram's assistants. In fact, he's in the background when Hank Stram's talking about matriculating the ball down the field. What would be cooler? If 
you know, 49 years late. Wow, that is than, marvelous. Than being a coach in the Super Bowl at the age of 80. I think. Yeah, Super, that would be that would That's be a wonderful. cool story to me. I really think the bottom line is I think the Super Bowl, as far as storylines go or the potential matchups that you could get, are just about bulletproof. Yep. If Peyton Manning survives and suddenly it's this weird upside-down story that Black Tide, to his credit, foretold – Six weeks he ago did, that he's going to be the anti-Payton or the season's going to be anti-Payton, lousy in the regular season, then suddenly do something special in the postseason. Either team from the NFC is, has compelling stuff. And the Patriots, while it's a well-worn story at this point, is you know intriguing for their yeah. place in where they stack up against the 70s Steelers and the 80s Niners and all that kind of if stuff. If they win, what, I mean, I, know, I think I know which – which direction you go in, but would they maybe overtake the Steelers? No, because what you're talking about then is it's a different thing. It's apples and oranges. I guess in broad strokes, rings with the same guys, but same guys means Tom Brady and Bill right. Belichick. You're not talking about there. What are you? It's really, not a team. It's more about the franchise. Like we say, and I don't like their style of ball. Just is is ultimately. I know it's fine. I and mean, if I were a Patriots fan, I would say I don't care how we win yeah. as long as we're winning rings. But. Um, they are they're efficient, which is not very sexy. Well, uh, but they've also changed that style for almost every year. I mean, even from last year to this year, it's different. I suppose, but yes, of course, they will be inarguably the you know the top four all time teams yep. because that would be the seventy Steelers in the Super Bowl era. Seventy Steelers, the eighties Niners, the early nineties Cowboys, and then this would be the fourth. And then I think the if Patriots. I if they win, I'd have to rank Patriots, Niners, Steelers. Cowboys. Well, you're already wrong. I mean, that's crazy. The Niners ahead of the Steelers? It's the same thing. It's Montana is what you're rooting for. No, there. It's you're not, not Montana at all. That was a team. Montana, there was one. There was one. There was one. And there was one Super Bowl, which I agree. Right. So if you wanted to call it Montana's career. Who's but the best the rest quarterback are, is what you're talking about. Brady, no, 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 Montana. I'm not, you brought up Montana, not, not me. I'm saying that there was one Super Bowl that was outside of a chunk of 49ers Super Bowls. All right, see? This is the kind of stuff we'll talk about. Post-Super Bowl. Let's do it. I love it. You know what? If the Bre if they do it, that debate is one for all of time. The final four yeah. for all of time. Oh, yeah. I'm on to something here. I think I was on to it. I just brought it up. I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, enjoy the title games. We'll talk to you after those with our pals Ike and Maurice and Handsome and the rest of the game. Maybe Dan Helley. He'll even have a new theme song Ooh, by yeah. the next time we visit with him. Thanks for joining him. Follow him at... Uh, Dan Helley and watch him on Total Access. Thanks to everybody behind the glass. And uh, and thanks to Keith Black for that uh, nifty little animation there that we just saw. We'll be back after title Sunday. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. Let's do that look again. Ready? Find out more on the next DDFP. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.